Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous Add to Cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday. Today's Checkout features Lee Williams, founder and managing director at Eastall Logistics. Eastall Logistics are a third-party logistics fulfillment and warehousing solution for small, medium and enterprise retailers. They run the fulfillment and warehousing for some of Australia's biggest e-commerce brands, including Kogan, Temple and Webster, and MyDeal. With 20 million orders fulfilled every year, and in the last 14 months alone, tripling their warehouse capacity to 120,000 square metres, fair to say Lee knows a thing or two around the fulfillment and warehousing game. All right, Lee, welcome to the checkout. We have five quick questions for you to learn a little bit more about you. We heard all about Eastall Logistics and what you're doing fulfillment, but we're going to get a little bit personal here. Number one, what is the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online? Um, I had to give that one a bit of thought. It's custom dog socks. So these are <gasps> socks with photos of my two Cavoodles heads on them. My Cavoodles are Bailey and Samson. Co- I've actually never worn them, but I have the socks. <laughs> and did Bailey and Samson come out looking like Bailey and Samson on the socks? They looked awesome. They, yeah, it's great. I can't remember where I bought them from, so I, I can't, I can't plug it. But they're they're great socks. <laughs> That's great. And this is a question without notice as a follow up. And feel free to um, pass on it if you want. Has there ever ever been something in an Eastall Logistics warehouse that's just caught your eye and gone, I can't believe we we house that? Yes. <laughs> um, a while ago, we housed worms. So we housed boxes which had soil inside them and worms. And so people that needed worms for worm farms or these sorts of things bought worms online and they got delivered by Eastall. There you go. That's not a, uh, a pallet that you want to spill, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two. Tricky one, given that you work with a lot of retailers, but who is your personal favourite retailer? Now, I can't pay favourites with any of our clients. And my favourite retailer at the moment is someone, is a retailer I've spent a lot of money with recently. They're called MAP. It's spelled M-A-A-P. It's a cycling apparel brand. It's, it's a cross between a Melbourne design, so it's a Melbourne retailer. They've gone all over the world. And they're great designs. But what I love about this business is when I first found out about them, this retailer wanted to try out their cycling gear. I, I went over to their retail store in North Melbourne, tried on their product. It's, an, it's a perfect example of a, an experience center. Tried the product once, bought a couple of things, and then I've gone online and bought everything since. Yeah, so perfect example of that. So using the physical store as the customer acquisition, get people in the door. Once you know your sizing and your like and you experienced, then it just becomes a repeat purchase online. Brilliant. Correct. Yep. Number three, which retail fad do you wish was history? Um, hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> it's look, every client, not every client, that's going a bit far. Let's say twenty five percent of our clients decided to get into hand sanitizer last year. And for our business, it caused a lot of challenges because it's a dangerous good. And also, I don't think anyone wants to see hand sanitizer because they hate COVID, right? And they just want to see COVID behind us. So, yeah, can't wait for that to to be a thing of the past. 
are there racks of hand sanitizer left over that were like ordered in a panic and you know delayed in shipment and now everyone's like how do we get rid of this stuff yes there is a lot of that and there's been a lot of uh kind generosity of retailers donating it to hospitals schools this sort of stuff to to bring down inventory levels yeah yeah it's a perfect retail product isn't it because you can make it cheap sell it high high demand out you go but Uh, after the COVID panic, it's not as nice. Number four, can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? Look, we're on a retail e-commerce podcast. So anyone that hasn't read The Everything Store, you know, Jeff Bezos and The Age of Amazon, I recommend go read it. Look, for me, I love it. It it talks about the rise of Amazon, you know, goes through the forays into various product categories and how they decided to do that. It talks about all the setups, their fulfillment centers, you know, including the various generations of fulfillment centers and all the challenges they had there. And it also touches on, you know, the inventions of, you know, Amazon Prime, the Kindle and, and AWS as well. How do you look at Amazon? Do you look at them as a competitor, as an inspiration? Like, what's your relationship there? Um, okay, yeah, yeah, definitely an inspiration in terms of what they've designed and rolled out right? Like they've just got highly optimized fulfillment networks and super high quality of fulfillment. I don't see them as a direct competitor because Amazon sellers, Amazon marketplace sellers, those that make a huge percentage of their revenue from Amazon, they're just not e-store customers, right? They're, they fit into that Amazon you know, ecosystem, yep. but the risk they have is Amazon owns all the data and Amazon can change the algorithms and the marketing and all the rest of that and, and um, you know, change what happens to their business at, at the flick of a switch. I guess the risk eStore has is that Amazon gets into products or has marketplace sellers for products, which are similar to that of the retailers that are within our network, mm-hmm. and that causes a decline in volume now if there's a decline in volume that means we've just got to get more retailers to work with so then they're not a big risk for us and a lot of our customers are what we call category champions and those products are not yet available really on amazon right there you know there might be a skincare product you're obsessed with or whatever and you want that brand it's a, it's a nice way of putting it and a nice distinction that I hadn't thought of is that, you know, Amazon is the ecosystem where eStore is more the enabler for brands to have their own destiny. Yeah, yeah. All right, last one I've got for you. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is? It's eStore in Australia, of course. <laughs> Look, just joking. Although I, I believe that's true. Yep. Um, look, I think that the future of retail is going to be one by retailers that focus on convenience. So obviously we've seen how important fast delivery has been in the pandemic. We've seen e-commerce penetration increase. We've seen supply chain strained. And we've seen retail stores have to implement click and collect, right? And some of them didn't have a good click and collect model. And some of them still don't have a good click and collect model, right? So it's, it's what... It's what mix of services retailers are going to offer to, co- to provide that convenience, whether it's, you know, offering pickup points, whether it's, you know, having those lockers integrated, whether it's same-day delivery, whether they've got retail stores that they're offering click and collect from. Uh, it's, it's that mix and what's suitable for that particular retailer. 
Brilliant. Lee, thank you for sharing on the checkout. No problems. Thanks, Nathan. To hear more from Lee, jump back into episode 134, where Lee shares how the e-store logistics model works across operations and technology for those e-commerce businesses that they fulfill on behalf of. Lee also shares how eStore's autonomous mobile robots, AMRs, have pushed the efficiencies they can create to the next level and also allow them to offer a 4pm same-day delivery service. We also discuss why dangerous goods are so hard, why robotic arms are the future, and why show bags, yep, show bags, have been the surprise COVID e-commerce hit. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart. Finally happening. Registrations for eSuite's e-commerce accelerator program are now open. If you're looking to get into e-commerce, upskill in e-commerce, or just want a refresher, we've got you covered. I've taken the lessons from my e-commerce career and the insights from all the e-commerce leaders I've been lucky enough to speak with here and distilled it into 10 weeks of e-commerce learning. We cover the foundations of e-commerce, including strategy, marketing, technology, finance, analytics, and supply chain. You'll even leave with an official Shopify certification. Every week, I will host a two-hour live lesson, which will be supported by templates, case studies, and resources to accelerate your e-commerce career. And because you guys lend me your ears, I'll lend you a discount code. Use the code ADTOCART, all one word, our original, to get $200 off your sign-up. That's ADTOCART as the discount code. So don't wait. Class commences on the 14th of March and registration is now open. Head over to learn.esweettalent.com.au. That's learn.esweettalent.com.au to secure your place today. See you in there.